Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. I don't know what it's like with your living room or your bedroom or in the car. It's bussing in here, as my kids would say. It is on fire, the presence of God. And we're so honoured that you've joined us here. If you're new, hey, come back next week. We, we welcome you. Uh, we want you to be part of our family. And uh, we're just so honoured to have you with us today. Let's jump into God's Word. Matthew 2, verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, During the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and they asked, where is the one who's been born King of the Jews? We we saw this star when it rose and have come to, what have they come to do, church? They've come to worship Him. And when they saw saw the star, they're overjoyed. And on coming to the house, they saw the child and his mother Mary They bowed down and what did they do again? They they worshipped Him. They opened their treasures. Here we go. It's present time. And presented them with these gifts. Gold. We get that one. We don't want a bit of gold. A bit of bling hanging on your neck, on your wrist, on your finger, wherever. We like gold. And then there's these two other strange gifts. Frankincense and myrrh. And let's be honest. That's weird to give a baby. You know, you give him a, a, a onesie or you give him some nappies or some formula or, or, or a fancy stroller. Um, one of my desires as a father was to lead the way with stroller buying. And, and I had to get the latest and the best. Bonnie thought we could just keep using them. Oh, no. No, no, there's a new model out. It may be four-wheel drive or six-wheel drive. And so we got a new uh, stroller for every child. We got five of them. That was my, my thing, you know, just into strollers. I would study them and had this little one that snapped up into two wheels and you'd pull it while the baby's in there and you'd put it on your back. Anyway, I just don't want to bore you with my stroller stories. But buying gifts are important. So here we have this, this frankincense and myrrh. Today, you know what that would be? like it'd be like giving someone a scented candle and some Dettol <laughs> we, why would you give a baby a scented candle and Dettol uh, when I grew up in the 80s uh, northern beaches I'd come out North Rocks my granny put Christmas or su- Sunday lunch on roast ev- every Sunday and I was one of those boys that was always in the wars right Always bark off me, something broken, blood everywhere. And, and who knows in the 80s, Dettol fixed everything. You, all you needed was a bottle of Dettol. Doctors, who are they? You never, you never even saw the emergency room. It, it was Dettol for a cut. Uh, uh, you know, whatever, you would have Dettol. My, my mother actually used something more than Dettol. Come on, parents. Vicks, Vapor. Rub. Vicks Vapor Rub. Can we make some noise for the Vicks Vapor Rub? No matter what you had, Vicks Vapor Rub would fix it. Had a headache, Vicks Vapor Rub. You, 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 know, you couldn't breathe, Vicks Vapor Rub. Couldn't sleep, Vicks Vapor Rub. Had a broken leg, Vicks Vapor Rub. Vicks Vapor Rub was what fixed. And so these baby, Jesus, he gets this frankincense and myrrh. Um, have you ever received like a bad gift? 
Now, I know we're in church, but we can be honest, right? You, you've received a bad gift. <laughs> underwear. Who, who, who's received? Or a tie? Come on, or a tie? Underwear? Uh, what, what about those tins of Nobby's nuts? Has anybody had the, those tins of nuts? Who gives nuts? You know what I get every year, and I hope the person, the family member, isn't watching. I don't think they are because they're not here today or online. But I get these chocolate liqueurs in this box. Has anybody seen chocolate liqueurs in a box? They're little liqueurs in a chocolate. They all taste the same. They're not even alcoholic. It's just a waste of money. And every year I get my chocolate liqueurs. Uh, When you get a bad gift, do you just smile and be nice? Or do you kind of like roll your eyes so they sort of, they know that it's a bad gift? Or do you just tell them, this gift sucks and you take it back? Uh, we, we all get these gifts at Christmas time. Uh, Jesus received these gifts from the Magi. They were significant. They were spiritual. They had a reason. They, they had a purpose. Uh, it was actually fulfilling who Jesus was. Frankincense, it reveals that he's the high priest. That he forgives our sins. Myrrh, what a great job Anna did last week. Can we make some noise for Anna? Preaching up a storm, sharing about Jesus, the eight pound, six ounce, tiny baby Jesus. Myrrh is a sign of healing and Jesus came to heal us. Today we're looking at gold. In the Bible, gold is mentioned 385 times more than any other metal. Gold has always been associated with royalty and divinity. Gold is associated with kings. If you approach a king, you would bring a gift. One of the things you would give to the king as a gift would be gold. The Bible talks about the kingdom of heaven. There's this kingdom theme in Scripture, the the kingdom of God. If there's a kingdom, there must be a king. So we worship not just a saviour today, not just a baby or an infant. We worship a king. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, people blessed him as king of Israel. When Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor, uh, told uh, that that he was ordered to be crucified, they made a sign written, King of the Jews. When Jesus returns in, in Revelations 29, on his robe will be written, King of kings, Lord of lords. 1 Timothy 6.15, Paul says, For at just the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and almighty one, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus is the supreme authority over all the kingdoms of the world. He's more than a baby. He's our King. Is He your King today? Is He your King That's the question we ask and I love how the children answer so boldly because they don't know what that means. (laughs) To make king the Lord of your life means your life is not your own. You come under his authority and follow his plans and purposes and that can be tricky. The problem is often at Christmas time when we see Jesus born as a baby in the manger scene, uh, it sort of doesn't relate or resonate in what we think a king is. Think about it. Jesus was born into poverty instead of wealth, born in a stable with animals instead of a palace with princes. 
He lived in Nazarene, it was known as the wrong side of town, raised as a common carpenter instead of an Ivy League college, befriended prostitutes, touched lepers, loved sinners, instead of the elite, the powerful, the famous and the beautiful. He chose uneducated, ordinary fishermen to be on his leadership team, forgave the woman in adultery and he was shunned by family and friends. He was confronted by his love for the lost and the hurting and the poor. He challenged the religious leaders with their hypocrisy. He turned the other cheek and he also overthrew the money tables. He rode triumphantly into Jerusalem, then was rejected by the masses and betrayed with a kiss. Wrongly accused for crimes he didn't commit, unlawfully convicted, unjustly sentenced to death, this innocent king was stripped naked, mocked, beaten, bruised, whipped 39 times, hung on a cross as an instrument of pain and death at the hands of the Romans. A king who was expected to rule was killed. He dies. The sky grew dark. The earth shook. The world lost hope. Buried in a borrowed cave, everyone thought it was over. Done. Dusted. Ended. But Scripture goes on to say it wasn't over that Jesus rose again. The tomb was empty. Jesus risen. The King is alive. He proved His worthiness of kingship by defeating every ruling power of Satan. He defeated every authority out there. He rose again, defeating death itself, proving He's worthy of being our King. He's worthy of being our King. So who is Jesus to you today? You you may have come to these Christmas things for years. Um, This may be your first time that a family member has invited you or a friend. Um, You may have walked in here really not giving much consideration or thought to who Christ is until this moment. That's my goal, (laughs) that you'd be confronted with the King. What do you do with that truth? What do you do with that knowledge that Jesus is King? In fact, in Acts 2.36, the Bible says, Therefore, let all of Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified. He made him both Lord and the Messiah. You see, the title here uh, used in Acts, the title Lord, goes all the way back to the Old Testament, where in the Hebrew, that meant Yahweh. Yahweh is the name for God for the uh, Jewish Hebrew nation. In in other words, Jesus, he's, He's more than a Messiah. He's actually more than a king. He's God. And we can't hide or run from that truth. But is He the Messiah? Is He the Lord? Is He the King? Is He the God of your life? And that's what we're confronted with every year at Christmas. What do we do with this gift called Jesus? Because it is a free gift, but it'll cost us everything. Because to follow Him means giving up our life to live for Him. 
Jesus is king. Are you his subject? Are you his servant? Is he on the throne of your life? I, I, I don't want to be rude, but I do want to challenge us. He's king. There is no other. There's no one coming. He is the one that has been sent to save us. And he's the one that has been sent for us to follow and to serve. I pray today that you would sense his love and his grace, but also you would understand the responsibility of king, his kingship. And as servants, we submit to his plan and his purposes. As the band comes and we continue to worship this king, I, I pray today that you would bow your knee just like the Magi did. Not to a baby, not just to a Messiah, not just to a king, but, but to God. That's who Jesus is, that we would bow every part of our life. We, we, we would bow our finances, our families, our careers, our future. We, we would bow it all and say, God, my life is not my own. It's yours. I've been bought with a price. Father, I pray today that as we're confronted by the gift of Jesus Christ, that we would make him Lord of our life. I want to pray for everybody here that hasn't made that decision. That you haven't realized that there is a king who came for you to make you one of his subjects. With eyes closed and heads bowed, maybe God's brought you here for this moment to say yes to Jesus, to be the king, the Lord of your life. In fact, heaven and hell hang in the balance. The only way to heaven is through Jesus. He said in Scripture, I am the way the truth and the light, and no one comes to the Father but by me. And I love you enough as, as a pastor to share God's Word. There's no way out of this. There's no hiding. We can't not deal with this truth that we need Jesus to be our Lord, our Saviour and our God. And if you need Him today, I encourage you to respond, to say, yes, be, be my Lord, be my Saviour. Be my king. If that's you with eyes closed and heads bowed, you want Jesus to be your Lord, your king. That's why he came, to forgive you of your sins so you can go to heaven for eternity. If you died tonight and you didn't know where you would spend eternity, this prayer is for you. That's why we're here as a church to love and to share the good news, the gospel. If that's you, would you just raise your hand and say, yeah, would you pray for me, pastor? Would you pray for me, Miles? I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Saviour. Thank you. I, I see your hand. You can put it down. Others of you, just thank you. I can see your hand in the middle. You can put it down there. Up the back there, I see your hand. Others, just raise your hands. You want Jesus to be your King, your Lord. Thank you. Up the back, I see your hand. Others of you, just that's why you're here. To deal with this beautiful gift of Jesus. He takes your burdens away. He forgives you. He sets you free. He gives you a future and a hope. He has a plan and a purpose for you. Others of you, just raise your hands. Say yes to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. How good are kids? They, they just say, oh, yeah, sure, <laughs> have my life. It's so simple. And it should be that there is a God that loves you. He's crazy about you. Church, we're going to pray with all of those people that raise their hands. Let's pray a prayer out loud. Jesus, I am a sinner. I need a Saviour. 
save me. Be my king. I want to serve you as the Lord of my life from this day on.